listeners. It's December 6th, 2022, and you're tuned in to Left Look. I'm here with my friends, Jacob. Hello. And DJ. Hello. And we're we're kicking it again. We're hanging out. I'll, I'll be honest, when you uh, when the intro played there, I, I don't know why I was expecting the old one. Expecting that <laughs> synth opening, and I was just... I just got hit by some, by some hard riffs. You got hit by the hard yeah. fact that our little-known friend and musician Adam Dallin, please check out his music on Spotify. Kicks the shit yep. out of the uh, the ubiquitous Synergy Seekers, and their highbrow, <laughs> super well-performed and really professionally produced music that we were stealing. Yes, I I would opt to take Adam's music any day of the week would too yeah and that's it's not, not just, just because that's not just pandering folks no Might absolutely not we're definitely not pandering to our audience this is not just nepotism it's like nepotism is that what i'm thinking of i think nepotism has to be related by blood uh, <laughs> i'm not sure you know. if that's the case i'm not sure i think this is this is insider trading yeah okay okay <laughs> fraud i'm on the fence i'll be maybe. told either i'll, I'll go fraud maybe but okay okay yeah yeah i th- i think both are fine yeah um, um so how you guys doing i'm all right good oh that's great that's great um yeah yep. I, I just I, took a lengthy stroll well really so so there's that. Like a hike. Mentally? Mentally. Uh, not a hike. Not mentally. Just uh, just around the park. Like an hour's walk. It was good. That's good. Dang. Good to be... Yeah, get my steps. Good to be doing yeah, stretch well. out those legs. Yeah. Did you uh, did you catch any Pokemon? Did you find any Pikmin? No. no. Oh, I forgot there's a Pikmin version. Yeah. You know what else you're forgetting? Charles is mm. going to hit you over it. You're going to do your little intro. Oh, yes. Thank you. Welcome to Left Look. This is a premier independent podcast from the Gato Institute where we will be taking a look at Canadian international arts, culture, and entertainment to provide you with an unbiased left-wing perspective. It's also a premier podcast independent to the Gato Institute to new new best around the culture of the different small Canadian and international for a premier perspective and partiality to go. Phew. It's yep. a point of pride that we're the only corporate-sponsored socialist podcast on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. Feels yeah. good having preferential treatment. Well, Only the Gato Institute is woke enough to do something like this. Well, you know, they're directed by great minds that are the result of having uh, shadow money of infinite resources being able to pool together for um, what's it called? The common good? No. Oh. Think tanks. Because I, I think that's what Charles wants you to call it. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I thought the way he described it to us was thin veneer of do- democracy we are supposed to uphold. <laughs> Is that yeah. what he said? Yeah. Uh, I, something like that. Something about smiling. I don't know. Smiling corporate fascists need a little air out of the tires, so your free speech is allowed right now. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, I'll admit, when I signed the contract, I was in shackles. Um, <laughs> I don't know about the two of you, but... Uh, um, I feel that 
you're essentially in shackles when you sign the contract uh, saying I agree with any uh, corporate mega giant on any fucking computer device that that's not a oh. contract that they basically yeah. put a gun to your head and were like you either remain a caveman or you fucking put your name on this and it's yeah. like okay <laughs> <laughs> I had this uh, I had a situation today uh, involving that actually where I was uh, doing some banking and uh, obviously talking about banking online. I won't go into the details, but it came to this part where there was just a page of like, they just said, hey, here's basically five documents per section. We're expecting you to read them, but you can't go <laughs> forward unless you click these buttons that said you did and you agree with everything. Oh, yeah. So uh, I did read them because I am pathetic, but uh, what are you essentially it was just no. a lot of jargon and backwards talk that got them out of any situation and i went well i mean yeah they are uh we <laughs> you know technically own your soul but mm -hmm. it's whatever <laughs> there was it was funny though because that was uh that came right after a section where it had all of these very similar um they they, they were kind of just statements you know they, they weren't these big documents they were just statements saying you know uh yada 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 we're going to give this information to others for this and that. And there were two sections on each of these points. Just I, I consent or I do not consent. And uh, I was breezing through these, just clicking like, okay, I do consent because I have no choice. And then I went back through them before I clicked to the next page. And wow, the, 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 the graces of, of the bank actually allowed me to click. I do not consent on all of these forms <laughs> because it was more of a privacy thing, I guess, which, I don't know. It's excellent. Just mm -hmm. to put it in perspective at how jaded I've become. Yeah, I, I feel like that small victory you feel when you click the only one of the three or four boxes that are there that you need to click to move on, and you feel like that's a victory, yeah. you should feel really, really low and pathetic at that point. <laughs> I feel the same fucking sense of victory, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to like really shame you, but like... yeah. Come on, we should both realize that we're fucking some fucking yeah. corporate tech guy's bitch. I I get the exact same sensation when the cookies pop up on a website and you can opt out of all. Yeah. Oh man. I know that feels really good, but I know I, it probably doesn't matter. It doesn't I do anything. They're taking it. Wipe my cookies every day, all the time. Like all my info. Every time I open up my browser, all my info is just wiped. So I get that you sensation. Do? I get that sensation daily. Sometimes twice. It's so annoying, but I love it <laughs> just because every, every time, especially news websites are the worst and they come up like, yeah. oh, buy our crap. Look at our cookies. Make sure we're not spying on you. And every time I just tell them to go pound salt because I'm going to be back in two hours. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to move into our first bit. You want to hit me with a stinger? That'd be fucking great. <laughs> just got stung that felt great Bzz. um anyways uh two weeks ago uh dj brought up a bit about fair vote canada it was a well done bit and i felt i was uh i was the one at odds there was the source of contention i listened to it maybe two three or four times i'm an obsessive and hateful person i don't like i don't know what to tell you folks but anyways i i'm apologizing to dj because uh for a lot of reasons i'm gonna go through them uh <laughs> <laughs> so first I was unresponsive to your argument like right off the hop right and uh, 
it's because like, I have autism and I don't know what happened. I fucking didn't even respond to it. I just like hopped right to, well, uh, because I wanted to say, you just got to make the uh, everyone vote, right, in, in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's my response to it. But I just jumped right to the ICLC after that because that's my fallback after that, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. it's got to be. But anyways, whatever. Um, <laughs> What's the ICLC, just for clarity? The International Communitarians Loyal to the Crown. Right, thank you. Yeah. Uh, long-time listeners will be aware of this lore. Uh, anyways, and then I was inconsistent on the hegemon. You called me out on it, and I dismissed it, but I was right. You were right, because I, uh, I, my wish is for no hegemon in the world, but I would mm-hmm. also, I have said on air before, thinking back, uh, that I would be okay with the Brits as world hegemon, right, because of the way they run things. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so you're right. I am being inconsistent there, but like, I don't think it, it affects too much about what I'm talking about because the way the Americans run things is a hegemony that I, I want to resist at all costs, right? But like, right. yeah. Anyways, it's not yeah, that. Yeah, I'm with you there. I I understand the point. Yeah, not that bad of an inconsistency, but I am inconsistent. Good thing to be called out of. And then I said uh, uh, something like, "I feel attacked," but uh, that felt real cringe listening to. And because uh, I had fucked up, the, I'd fucked up the response, right? And uh, I had also not even fucking uh, addressed my own inconsistency there. This is a long apology, Julian. You better not fucking interrupt me with the, don't feel bad about things like this. No. I, I feel bad. <laughs> no, I have sage wisdom, but I'll save it for the end. Thank you. Um, bah, 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 bah. I don't remember what some of these notes mean, it's, it's terrible. Uh, I was going to do a, a, posi- a position defense that on uh, you saying like uh, you being okay with fucking uh, hegemony not being around just letting the whole thing collapse and I was mm-hmm. going to compare uh, society to the bronze age collapse and how we would just end up in the same feudal religious barbarism all over again and it would just start mm-hmm. again and that's, that's kind of my uh, defense against anarchism, but it's not worth doing, so fuck it. Um, <laughs> Julian was uh, clairvoyant halfway through the argument, and I dismissed him, too. He said, uh, auth left and lib left. This is just like a perpetual argument. You guys are just fucking at loggerheads. We should just let it go. And I was just like, no, we're just going to keep arguing for no reason. <laughs> um, well, we have to fill an hour. I so. guess. But, you know, I, I don't want there to be anything but amicability between us at the end of the day, right? Uh, I, just, mm. I assume I'm going to be canceled most of the times for my authoritarianism, but, like, I come with good intentions. At the end of the day, the left is the left, right? Yeah. There's a There's a more pressing issue to deal with. Uh-huh. Uh, and at least we can come together and go, okay, well, you know, at the core, our values are this and this. But mm. attaining them, perhaps the means of which coming to them is different. Yeah. yeah, and I did tell the joke in that episode that like, what do you get when you get two leftists in a room and it's three breakaway parties? We're always going to be ridiculous. Like, yeah, but maybe uh, maybe that's Charles's ultimate goal with his podcast. It's just to form everyone on the left has their own party. That's the real goal of uh, authoritarians. Yeah. 
It's just we're all completely powerless, unable to communicate with each other over the <laughs> simplest and minorest differences, like our opinion of Willow Smith or some nonsense like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's the Tower of Babel all over again. Yeah, exactly the Tower of Babel all over again. Speaking of the Tower of Babel all over again, Chapo Trap House, uh, who I was going to bring up, and I think we're going to bring up a lot more often, listeners, because... I've reflected recently, and Julian said uh, in the group chat, basically, like, duh, you're an idiot, of course we are, uh, that we are just a shittier Chapo Trap House, and uh, it's fucking, it's fair, that hurts, but it's fair. Um, I I think we're a better Chapo Trap House. I believe so, too. I'm well well better educated than Matt Christman ever, ever. (laughs) (laughs) right? Fuck. and I don't fucking prattle on for an hour about fucking, uh, what's his face? Um, Martin Luther. Jesus. <laughs> Give me a break, my guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Man, you, you tuned into that content. I listened and enjoyed every minute of it, right? But I'm already <laughs> convinced, right? That What is he doing with that shit, right? <laughs> like, uh, at least I'm trying to convince new people with my shit, right? I bring up the dog's with the titanium teeth and things like that, right? And he's just, mm-hmm. like, talking about uh, the religious persuasions of the American colonists that are that started in Massachusetts. And it's like, oh, man, we're so divorced from that. Like, <laughs> I, I, I understand the impetus to want to go, like, look back and see where it went wrong, but it's, like, it's so deeper wrong than that. Like, it's so wrong all the way through you're never gonna find the bottom where you went oh we gotta fix it here right there was a misunderstanding there right that's how he kind of addresses mm-hmm. his Sometimes, approach yeah. to history i don't know <laughs> well yeah he did do two entire series called hinge points which uh you know would certainly be those moments where things went wrong exactly but. there's there it is uh, i think at the end of the day, his Marxism is too orthodox, and he still believes that, you know, humans have, like, some kind of choice in this fucking sandstorm of a fucking reality, right? And that we're all not just bots. We are bots. It's okay to be a bot. You know what I mean? Beep boop. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a robot for it. I agree. Um, in case you're, uh, in case you're botish, your body is a little rusty. I took the ethnic acknowledgement of their culture as, you know, solidarity. <laughs> the bodies. <Yeah>, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, so we're going to shit on them as much as we can from now on just to try and attract some views, not out of anything, but the greatest of respect for what they've done for the left and online internet culture and everything like that. But Yeah, we probably wouldn't be doing this if not. Yeah, uh, absolutely. To some not. degree. I wouldn't be. <laughs> this is this is the uh, the sort of the sort of bullying you do to someone you respect. Yeah, respect deeply. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Out of uh, uh, I'll I'll say it an inferiority complex. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> in my defense and mine alone, I know absolutely nothing about these fellows, so I'm I'm lifted of the burden of sin. But you, uh, you two, <laughs> you no, two. No, you, you are implicated slightly. Barely. 
because Barely i sent you those D episodes you did and i listened to one part and then forgot about the other <laughs> it is still they are still sitting uh waiting to be listened um it was wow it was a ride um and that's all as i a, got so, as a dm okay as a as a dm ooh, chapo what's going on i have no idea about what this dungeons and dragons it is. I'm going to press they're, on. They're paywalled. I'll, I'll send them to you. Okay, beautiful. I love that. Fuck, <laughs> fuck those small-time socialists working really hard at the, their art. <laughs> they they don't need the money. Yeah, I guess they don't need the money anymore. But, um... Yeah. And we that, need the D&D. That's where, that's where our bullying becomes very legitimate. You're going to really hate <laughs> this first bit, Julian, because uh, all three of them are convinced that James Cameron is like the second coming of Christ or something like that. They, Why would I hate that? You, what? You, you're, Why would you're, I hate that? You're going to hate the bit I'm about to do about it. Oh, okay, all right. You're like, say, where do you think I got that opinion from? Yeah, you're with them on it, and I understand why you're with them on it, right? And he does yeah. have this kind of like, I don't know, chapter master of the space marines kind of aura about him you know like the elite of the elite of the elite of the elite of the elite kind of guy at the forefront of all the greatest events of living memory you know what i mean yeah and then also just like if ever questioned the greatest in his craft at everything at every level is how they described him at chapo right like uh, i don't know fucking sound design and fucking everything Yeah, 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 yeah I don't know the levels of fucking film things because I don't know dick about films, all right? But I do know shit about economics and I know things about people. And uh, that's why I'm about to predict this Avatar 2 film is not going to make uh, the money it needs to survive, to to surpass what it was invested into it. Oh, we should. I think this is a great time for predictions. That's a prediction. And I'll tell you why. Not because James Cameron doesn't have it anymore or anything like that, but it's just like, well, it is partly that he doesn't have it anymore. He's got to be pushing 60, right? He can't be that culturally aware anymore. He hit it. Better with age. 70. He hit, he hit it big with that tree hugger thing with the Avatar, right? Because that's, that's <laughs> what everyone, the whole uh, gestalt consciousness feels, right? The ur consciousness feels. Sure. But, um... It's, it's like this outcry against the this corporate rape of the world of which they have no say in, right? That's what that avatar was a fantasy escape into, a, a war against yeah. that. Uh, but, you know, he's going to try and tap back into that again, right? And the way of the water uh, is obviously going to have some, right, like paper-thin attempt to attach a racialism within the fucking paradise uh, world of our fantasy anarchy anarcho-communism right it's it's gonna be not as good right it's gonna be uh, a second time around right so it's gonna just gonna have that effect where it's not as magnificent right not as shocking yeah and uh it's possibly it won't do as good i remember getting a video game uh right after that uh movie came out like a triple a video game called the avatar game it was just called the avatar game and right. I remember it being garbage, and it was a triple-A priced game, right? Like, yeah. like, I can't remember what that would be at the time, right? But, like, nowadays, <laughs> it's, like, ridiculous amounts of money. It's, like, 80 bucks, right? But Oh, geez, yeah. 100 after tax. Yeah, back then, I don't even know what it would have been, 40, 50 Yeah, maybe, bucks. like, 60 after tax. Yeah, I don't know. 
money is so in flux. It's why I went into heavy debt because uh, the greatest protection against inflation is debt. But um, this is true. Anyways. Yeah, I guess you're you you know the 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 preconceived expectations you have after you know a, a sequel is always liable to what came before it. You know that's mm-hmm. a fair criticism, right? Uh, oh, I sorry, maybe I misunderstood what you're saying, but may, I think what you were trying to say was uh, that I I have a preconceived conception that all sequels are you know contained by what came before them. Yeah, kind of. I I think just n- no matter no matter what no matter the instance you know a sequel to a film is always going to be judged against those that came before it mm-hmm. so Even just more broadly speaking yeah it's going to be it, regardless regardless of how well this new avatar does we're going to judge it based on the first movie I'm just be, ju- simply because it is a sequel i'm going to judge it financially i think that's how they were judging it on the <laughs> episode too you know end of the day slave to capital <laughs> yeah so you don't think it'll even break even, eh? No. Do we have... Can we put a number on that? Do we know what it cost? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I can look right now. I don't know if I can find... Uh... Budget, 250 million US dollars. Oh, come on. Never mind then. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I thought you'd spent like $2 billion or something like that. I think that's over the next four movies. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he'll, he'll probably recover that over that fucking... Never mind. He knows what he's doing. Should should we predict a dollar amount though? Oh, a dollar amount? Two billion. I can see a billion. Two billion worldwide. Yeah, two. That's pretty close to what the first one made. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too surprised. Definitely a billion I can see it doing. Julian, you know, just yeah, based thinking. off of hype alone. It's ten yeah. years later of seven percent inflation per annum. <laughs> like <laughs> Right, but I can't do that in my head. Yeah, but you can just be like, yeah, money ain't as worth as much. You can do that. Yeah, at least. true. Ticket <laughs> prices alone have doubled. Yeah. I was, uh, uh, I think we mentioned last episode, we're planning kind of an excursion to go see the film as a group. And uh, yeah. I uh, I recently found, um, you'll remember the, the, the Buck and Doe, uh, the notorious, the infamous Buck and Doe, right before COVID, like literally yeah. the day of the lockdown. Yeah, uh, and I'm trying not to name names here for uh, privacy's sake, but it was Adam uh, and what the crap, dude? Come on. <laughs> Anyways, at this buck and doe, I had I had won some of the the door prizes. Um, piddly little things, but the uh, I don't know if it was part of the prize or if um, one of the organizers gave this to me as kind of uh, I sort of just showed up and helped, you know, put the put the venue together because I was commuting with somebody who was. Uh, yeah you know on the team so to speak um anyway sorry this this gift that uh, i had gotten was a was a gift card to you know uh silver city uh cineplex and whatnot 25 five dollar gift card and at the time that felt like hey not, not too shabby <laughs> i found yeah. this card today and just looked at it and went well geez maybe that'll give me some popcorn if i'm lucky <laughs> yeah and man that, that was such a crappy feeling of like, That's wow, concession. free money, it'll get me nothing. This is worthless, thank you. <laughs> free money. <sighs> but yeah, anyways, uh, I was going to mention that, yeah, Julian brings up a good point, that um, it, they're slated for another three movies after this one, which yeah. is bonkers. Yep. 
I did not know that. I knew that. They're going <laughs> to planet, planet of the Apes this one and just make ungodly amounts of money over merchandise. Yeah, really. They have one like slated that. every two years until 2028. Hell yeah. That's Can't nuts. Wait. <laughs> Star Wars at one point was talking about making a, a, like a, a continued Skywalker saga movie every three years for the rest yeah. of the century at one point. Yeah. And they fumbled yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Because they were gonna do, they were gonna do a mainline series, opposite to, one of those offshoot stories, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And they could have, but I think they just they what they like. Just the, the, it. The sequels all just. Nose <laughs> nose bombed nose bomb nose dive. Nose dive. Yeah. I kind of like nose bomb. <laughs> uh, nose bomb sounds like you're doing coke. Um, I've, you know, they were probably doing some of that too. All right, hey, let's do some nose bombs. <laughs> when you say it like that, I I don't like it as much. <laughs> so okay, what what like, what? Are, where was this going with James Cameron? He's he's uh, he's never, old. Never he's mind. off the track. Uh, they seem to know what they're talking about, and uh, so does James Cameron. Apparently, he's uh, he they did this bit where uh, a Hollywood executive had seen Avatar before it came out. It was kind of like, you know, cat people fucking protecting a tree world. And he, he goes, uh, listen, either you like this movie now or I don't want to see your face when I make all the money. That's what he said to him. <laughs> the guy's got like a god complex, right? But they, they all believe because of what he's done in something they really respect, which is film, that... Uh, he can t- he can do that and that's fine. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why they think that. It's so odd. Right? Yeah, it's funny when you uh, start respecting people like that. You're willing to give them a lot of leeway. Oh no, a lot of leeway. <coughs> Musk. <coughs> the people Sorry. I respect like will <laughs> deny their own divinity until the end. You know what I mean? Like they would always be humble in the search of fucking more glory you know what i mean yeah humility is is a very uh a very Potent becoming weapon. virtue oh you know tomato tomato becoming virtue potent weapon same yeah thing. i mean depends on how you look at it you know but, you, you might if you give it a left look hey left looking it uh, you know to continue the perpetual struggle between off left and lib left uh we're we're doing the plum uh i think it's the plum tree the whatever the plum tree fucking conversation between sao sao and uh what's his name liu bei no yeah liu bei thank you yeah anyways um you you uh you use righteousness and truth as a sword (laughs) it's Uh good yeah, I mean that's uh, that's just what it comes down to at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I had a this is a this is kind of off topic. No, whatever. I had this I had this interesting mental image of, uh, you know, like the quadrants, the four quad political quadrants. Yeah, the political. I was compass. like, what if, what if the two left ones were the eyes? What if each one was just <laughs> one of the eyes, and we're both making up the, the eyes? We're working together, oh. but we're we're different. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just give me, new... just allow me a cute analogy, you. 
a fun new album art on the way, everybody. Hey, yeah, there we go. The political compass rotated 90 degrees. <laughs> so we could put the eyes on the two left ones. And I just spin right. that compass like a twister wheel. Yeah, the, col- <laughs> the colors that the uh, political compass memes on Reddit adopted have become ingrained in my mind associated with them, right? Like, oh, you, know, yeah. you could put those quadrants anywhere. I would understand what you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the blue, like a... the purple, the, the green, and the red. You turned on your computer and you're like, what is this? The political compass operating system? <laughs> exactly. That's why, that's why they had to change it. They had to get rid of the colors. <laughs> Reddit really ruined them for them. Were you guys yeah. uh, on the political compass uh, Reddit site, Reddit page for the Civil War and the lib, sorry, in the auth, fuck, in the lib right? Yeah, the li- mm-hmm. I, I, I did that right. The lib right section, there was a war between the those that wanted it purple and those that wanted it yellow, and the yellow were these ANCAP corporatists, right, who wanted to, like, mm-hmm. uh, an anarcho-capitalist state in America, and then the yeah. purples were, like, the uh, the monarchical fucking uh, minimalists, <laughs> right? Like, there was such a particular and weird intersection of uh, really f- fanatical fringe people, you know, just, yeah. like, I'm glad there's infighting on the right as well. Yeah, not as much though. Come on, like and <laughs> uh, fucking what's it called? Uh, I, I I forget them again. Libertarian right? They're so insignificant. I can never remember their name, Julian. Like <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist as a people. <laughs> they're like. What do you mean? They're like, uh, they're like a CEO or a businessman, right? They don't. They don't ever ascend to power within nation states. They're always just yeah. like money, 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 right? At the end of the day, they can be ignored. And they always are. The Libertarian are. Party is the third largest party in the United States. That's a fucking, uh, <laughs> what's it called? That's a psyop of the reactionary right, right? That they're attacking people's like understanding and awareness of the world to such an extent, extent that they want no government it's so that they can impose their own reactionary theocratic world fascist government right Mm -hmm. that's all the the, no one in the fucking america is actually libertarian or like the people of the people that claim to be libertarian those that actually are is like gotta be one in a thousand i believe right less than the rate (laughs) of hermaphrodites i'll say that yeah and quite uh I don't want to say paradoxically. I don't think that's right. But it, whenever these people are confronted, they immediately just fold. Like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. Maybe you maybe haven't read Ann Rand. Yeah. Maybe authority is kind of good. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. But you you look at all these uh, untouchable cluck, business magnates, Sheep. and as soon as their position of power is threatened, they're like, "Whoa, hold on a minute. You better stop that. Yeah. You're under arrest." <laughs> you know, the authority comes in when I need it. People making $30,000 a year are just, like, so fanatically devoted to protecting people who make billions a year. It's like, nuts. It is crazy. What, just to get on Mars, folks? It's not going to happen. We Actually, yeah. we could stay on Mars if we took what he had, right? That guy ain't yeah. taking us to Mars, right? He can't even run no. a Twitter. <laughs> I was uh, I was right. By the way, a couple episodes ago, this should seem to bankrupt him, that fucking Twitter escapade. It seems yeah. to have done numbers, but I also read that he is currently 
or I don't know when this was uh, the information was gathered, but he was uh, reported to be the wealthiest person in the world this year. Yeah, it's got to be before this purchase has to. Be. I, I think it was. I think the the data was collected like late late third quarter. I don't he, know. He spent forty four billion on something that was val- overvalued at twelve billion, right? Mm-hmm. So. He takes a thirty billion hit. Be- Bezos has at least got a leap above him on that listing on now. Yeah, I would think so. But uh, you know, what's Bezos gambling on? He's betting his nuts. Bezos is retired. He he thinks he's apotheosized. He's just trying to recover his like public image now with uh, what's it called? Philanthropy. No amount of I hope this gets to him. No amount of philanthropy <laughs> will ever redeem you in the eyes of the masses. Right? None. Right. <laughs> no, he's a lizard forever now. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, some well-placed bribes could at least get him out of the house once in a while. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys well, we're about half an hour through. I think uh, just slip in a little ad break here for uh, Podbean. Download Podbean. Listen to us on Podbean. Yeah, Podbean. It's the beaniest. Do you remember when you used to read full fucking (laughs) ads and then like get insist that that was hilarious? I was dying. I was like, Julian, please no, not another Ford ad. You were like, (laughs) well, that was the Ford one was specifically so I could segue into something else. But oh, was it? I I'm just too (laughs) stupid to pick it up sometimes. It it also doesn't help record Ford. Paid him a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, For the record, I still think it's really funny. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Podbean! Don't forget to comment as well. Don't forget oh, to yeah. comment using Podbean. Download the Podbean app. Um, Co- yeah. Comment on our stuff. Has anyone commented yet? I said I would reply. I don't believe so. That's good. Take I didn't really want to reply here. yet. You know, if you want, if you want, if you want comments, we gotta hit up YouTube. People on YouTube are just so <laughs> ready to comment on everything. They really are. It is just a dumpster fire in the comments all over YouTube <laughs> all the time, and I I both hate it and ignore it and love it at the same time. I want to start a YouTube channel where I just read into the fucking void and just steal people's stuff that's, you know, not within the comments yet, and just uh-huh. read yeah. for people for free. I want to start that so badly, but I just, I can't work up the willpower. I don't know. Oh man, you just got to do it. That's one of those things you just got to start doing. Mm-hmm. You I just got to like, make the account or something. I don't know. Find a really cool avatar. Find like a motif. I don't know. Find an angle that that motivates you. Yeah, I, I think voice acting is a is a fun pastime, fun hobby. There you go. Yeah, do some do some recordings with some silly voices. That's what gets you into it. Like Jordan Peterson, our famous. Yeah, there you go. Do it. In, uh, <laughs> do it in one of your impressions. Do, read it. Read. I don't know the grapes of wrath as Nixon or something. You know. <laughs> read Jordan Peterson's book as Jordan Peterson. <laughs> and then claim it's him and uh, fucking. <laughs> oh jeez, and try and make money off it. Ooh. <laughs> Praxis. Praxis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. Uh 
just a, a, t- a channel titled Peterson Reads. Yeah. And then it's his books at first. So you draw listeners. Yeah, and just if that doesn't pan out, just start reading children's books or something. You know, really <laughs> have him struggle yes. on words. Fairy tales. Have him call out to his wife when he can't pronounce a word. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Just uh, muted myself in the Discord. Did you pause the recording? Didn't pause the recording. Silenced the recording. Okay. All right. And then coughed really loud. Phew. Like, just a professional now, you know? Just the hiccups are being ironed out. Just want listeners to appreciate things yeah. like that. The coughs and the hiccups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the chair like... squeaks, though. Yeah, the chair squeaks. I'm sorry. No, I think he was talking about his own chair. Yep, I got a good I got a good couple squeaks in there. I'm not editing those ones out. Those can stay. I'm going to learn to edit this week so it's, I just don't send it to Julian. And I'm not just like, do this. Oh, like, that's easy. You'll pick it up in no time. I yeah. looked at a two-minute video today. I think it'll be all right. Yeah, it, there's, it's just technical. It's just like knowing your way around the program is already 80% of the job. Yeah. What, what do you do specifically, DJ? Do you do like a noise suppression pass? Uh, first, first pass I go through and manually um, silence. Uh, what I don't like what is just not needed okay Uh sorry do you listen to the whole thing in real time for that yep wow yeah well I mean I there's a lot of there's a lot of white space right so I just I just plow through that I suppose yeah Um, I've gotten to the point where I can tell you know while I'm listening I'm like oh yeah that's an uh uh-huh that's an hmm that's a nope that's a yuck you know stuff like that that's cool and then you leave those in or do you take those out no no I usually leave them in yeah, okay. what I'm saying is I can breeze by those and then I can pick oh. up like oh there's a there's a, a knuckle click there's yeah, like right. a, a knuckle crack there's my chair squeaking and then I just go in and emit those and then after that I do yeah a noise reduction noise pass suppression. Yeah. Cool. and uh, I think I mentioned this last week or I was going to and I didn't but recently I've been going in and I mess with the envelopes the sound envelopes so that if uh, I'm sure I'll have to do it a few times here because I noticed some of my laughs have peaked um, so if I peek, if a sample peaks really bad, I'll just take that little section and just squish it down so it fits with the rest. Yeah, I'm going to okay. normalize the whole thing. Yeah. They said control A and then normalize. Yeah, that'll, like, if you just want to do a quick pass, that's more than enough. I'm just a peasant about it. <laughs> peasant sounds like you're a, a peasant. Not, yeah, not just an meant. audio peasant. Uh, that's like a craftsman is, I think, what he means. Maybe An maybe artisan. one day one day I could evolve when I hit when An I hit apprentice. level like seventeen. There it is. I'll evolve into a an, an audio engineer craftsman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he right, used well, peasant I... as uh, a backhanded compliment to himself and a distancing from us. You, Julian, you have to assert yourself into his shoes. Yeah. Good luck. I don't follow. He's got bigger feet than me. <laughs> he won't fit in my shoes. Yeah, and I also have not really been editing my tracks, so I will start doing that, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, if you want. There's there's no pressure. I oh, mean, you haven't Jacob been editing is, them? Then. Fuck. Like, it's, I, it, it sounds like you have been doing better on the uh, audio side, well, so I assumed you were doing something. I will edit the master, like, once all three of them are together, but I don't do anything for mine specifically. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta well, get rid of them Whatever you're doing must be helping. <laughs> I mean, it's not hurting. I don't think. It's doing. You do better every time, I think. Aw. Thanks. 
this next one you should just you should just scrub it yeah just add <laughs> just add like a gray noise layer just to piss jacob off some static no uh, i've already gone out of my way to make sure i have to beep one thing so true if anybody if anybody wants to say anything crazy we could beep that too feel like you're not going to i feel like this is a <laughs> yeah, just set you guys up yeah this is a this is a prank okay. yeah go ahead and say a slur guys yeah now's your chance <laughs> one time only charles won't find out don't worry um, no i'll beep it black. Uh, <laughs> oh gr- gr- uh, a okay okay now i'm not sure which of those i actually have to yeah. beep we, d- we didn't really go all in enough i uh sorry i really love outdated uh what's the word uh insults not insults uh like fuck racism Slurs. but less than racism um xenophobia yeah I, I i think that's the word that's a good enough word bigotry is another word uh, mm. I really love outdated things like that because they have become so meaningless, and I like to use them just to remind people of how ridiculous everything is. Right? Like Polish <laughs> is a good one. Like, no, mm-hmm. who hates Polish people? Like, that's craziness. I don't even know any Polish people. They're just white people nowadays with yeah. weird last names, right? Like, they're just they're just fine. <laughs> it's um, they're cow farmers in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're all over the place. Uh, I recently finished a um, a compendium of the uh, entire well, not important. Uh, the entire Brothers Grimm uh, fa- fairy tale collection. You're just a reader, man. Really respect that. I just I just like books. What can I say? I just like sitting down and and escaping from this reality for a little while. <laughs> I hate fiction. I have to make myself read fiction because it's good for your soul. Yeah, it is. It's. Uh, it um, fosters empathy, which is, in my opinion, real good. I read like a duty. Sorry, but anyways, go ahead. Brothers Grimm fairy tales. What I was going to mention here is just while you were while you brought up Polax, it reminded me that a lot of these fairy tales <laughs> just they'll have uh, a character will just be a Jew. Yeah. And the character will just be a Jew, and they will usually just be a <laughs> terrible person, and just like wow, wow. 19th century Germany, could you maybe stop that? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I know you can't see where this is heading, but I have, you guys need to lay off. I have in my personal life, in my personal relations, always have had and have used uh, the word Jew as like a as a term of fucking shorting someone. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like a, a derogatory. Yeah, I mean, you know, to, to jip someone. It's, exactly. it's in the same vein. Exactly, right? With no hateful connotations about the people whatsoever, right? Because I have none of those, right? And it's just kind of another way to speak, right? It's, it's faster yeah. than saying, uh, you didn't meet your obligations there or something like that, right? Yeah, or, you, you know, you swindled them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's faster. It sounds more Anglo. I don't know. But uh, I, I've had to stop using that really recently because all of a sudden anti-Semitism is like, ridiculously large and in charge again it's like mm-hmm. god damn it kanye just get yourself together will you <laughs> like he's he's way oh, past he, that he, he can't is get so fascinating he's so interesting to watch milo yiannopoulos uh he 
you saw Kanye on the Tim Pool show, I assume. Yes. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos is on that show. That little cockroach has survived somehow, and, he, <laughs> and he's there. But he made a, a prediction that I'm going to back on the show that Kanye is going to get Britneyed, and he's going to get placed in a conservatorship like soon. Yeah. I, I heard his uh, what, what was it the publishers what the executives or whatever were were discussing it. Yeah. They had met to like ooh yeah like ooh the the boy is being naughty let's take away his toys. I <laughs> I fully support that. I hope everyone gets to watch as corporate capitalism goes. Yeah, this man's not powerful anymore, and in fact, we put him in a funhouse, <laughs> like yeah. the machine exposed bear. But it will happen, and it will happen for the good of everybody, too. Right? Like, I gotta wonder if that will just amplify his views, though. Like, not significantly in the short term, but I think everybody might... that hates Jews now will be like, oh, well, they put him away. He must be onto something. Oh, uh, really? That's my fear. Yeah, I could see people playing that angle for sure, you know. The, oh, the, those Jewish executive boards, like, hoarding yeah. their money, taking it away from Kanye, taking such, like, a, a disgusting, toxic view like that. I saw a comedian mm. do a bit weeks ago about that exact same thing. That uh, He was a Jewish man, this comedian. Uh, mm. And he goes, you know, I, I was disgusted by everything Kanye said, but come on, my fellow Jews, could we have canceled him any quicker? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> he did, like, a bunch of things, like Colin Kaepernick and, a, like, a bunch of, uh, uh, like, an Iranian woman who was protesting about it, and he's like, and we canceled this motherfucker, like, the second he spoke out against us. <laughs> like, and I was like, that's really funny, right? Because, like... There are a lot of Jewish people in the entertainment business, right? Doesn't mean anything. This means no. nothing, right? Yeah, like... there's, and this is kind of the point I was trying to get with with bringing up the Brothers Grimm is, uh, this was, you know, maybe maybe half a dozen stories out of I think over a hundred in this volume of the compendium. I think there's over two hundred in total, and yeah, like yeah, okay, you know, there's Jewish people all over doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they... I, I don't want to say, like, these stories are, are uh, alleviated in, in, you know, exemplifying Jewish people in an, in an absolutely heinous role. But, uh, you know, for one story out of a hundred, it's, it's, I don't know, it lends credence to the fact that, okay, that was, that was hate. 5% was hate, which uh, is still bad, but... Given given the time period, all right. I mean, I guess things could have been way worse. But at the same time, you know, there's there's Jewish people just doing normal people stuff. There's Jewish people doing money stuff. You know, they're just normal people at the end of the day. Yeah, they are just normal it's people. Just, it's just a religion. They're just okay doing their Hebrew thing. It, it is just a religion, and any like association with like like a cabal type thing that the right associates with them is just historical happenstance, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, they're a second-class citizen that can only survive through being educated, so they end up in financial services and things like that. Ooh, mm -hmm. right? Like, ooh, so scary. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Jews must be in charge of everything. No, how could you draw that line from, like, A to B? The rich people are in charge of everything, you fuck. You moron. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, capital is in charge of everything. Yeah, and, you know, the, 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 the rich person in charge of everything could totally be Jewish. That's not off the table. 
No, yeah. I think it is off the table, honestly. The uh, the richest of the rich are not Jewish. I'm yeah. I'm not saying they well, are. I'm saying they could be. They could be. Yeah. It's it's. Well, I guess capital doesn't care, but like histor- and they may even be there may even be a few among the the you know whatever echelon you were picturing, right? Yeah, for uh, sure. But uh, what I'm saying is the historical fucking implications has kept the Jewish people from ascending to those heights, no matter yes. their fucking collective <laughs> success under capital or whatever you yeah, want to fucking absolutely. talk about, right? Like, the, they're still repressed, end of the day. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just going to spit all my own personal theory here. I think if if there is, like, more Jewish people at, at the higher echelons of society, and I don't think you can conclus- conclusively prove that. No, they're but overrepresented, if, is what you mean, is all we mean then. Like, compared okay, to yeah, their sure. population. If they are, I think that goes back to, uh, is it the Torah? Yeah, it is. It, like, that's a, that's a ex- really wild theory. Go ahead. Shut up. <laughs> you see where I'm going. Yeah. It explicitly bans, like, interest rates, mm-hmm. right? Because they understood that to be, like, a destabilizing force in society. And then when the Romans rolled in, or, like, basically anybody who conquered the Jews was like, hey, we're building an empire. We're using interest rates. The Jews just kind of, like, shrugged and went, okay, well, that's awful, but yeah. we understand how that works, and we will try to take advantage of it. That's my theory. Uh, that's a hunch. Yeah, that, that is not what I thought you were going to say. I, had, <laughs> I, I understood that uh, I saw – I've seen this theory several times. It's not my own, uh, That, and from Jewish people it sounds kind of fucking delusional and crazy when I say it aloud, but I like it. That uh, when the Jews were conquered several times, you know, first by the Babylonians and then the fucking Romans later, right? That mm-hmm. they became, and then were cast into the diaspora. They came, became a people and a religion that could be only maintained through their uh, devotion to the Torah, right? And because of that, they became a very literate people compared to the barbarism that surrounded them. And that that yeah. alone could explain their fucking overrepresentation in financial services and the like today, right? Like, mm. it's just so innocuous, whatever the fucking, so ridiculously not a thing, whatever the answer is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, your no. your answer sounds crazy to me because I don't know that the, <laughs> the Torah does say that interest rates are bad I, I thought the the jews were the only ones who were allowed to fucking lend because they d- were the only ones who believed in usury or actually if i remember right they only b- uh, believe in usury to those who aren't in uh the tribe jewish yeah <laughs> yeah yep but i mean that's probably just an adaptation from being conquered so many times probably they're it, i fucking have no respect for nationality as an identity. You know what I mean? Like, the the Jewish people especially, you know, the, during the Babylonian captivity, they just make mm. up some fucking story about Egypt, right, 500 years earlier. And then, like, <laughs> wandering idiots, like, I, I, and that's not a special attack on Judea, uh, Jewish people, right? All people are wandering idiots, babble this mm. story to themselves for the next, you know, 3,000 years, right? And it's just a fake story. It's just not true, right? Like, crazy. Yeah, yeah uh, that, that that goes hand in hand with anything coming from, you know, Antiquity. a few millennia ago. Look at look at all the stories from all of the Bible. That's just <laughs> absolute BS. 
that everyone's yeah. willing to be like, no, this happened. John and Luke and Matthew and Mark all met Jesus, even though they all lived hundreds of years apart from each other. All of them <laughs> met Jesus. Decades. But yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're coming very close to a, a cultural shift moment where atheism is about to become the majority, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be wild. I don't know what's gonna, what's gonna get go down, but it's gonna be fun. Can't wait. Yeah, the, uh, it's weird. Think it, w- twenty years ahead, ago, we, twenty years ago it was fifteen percent, and uh, in twenty twenty it was thirty five percent, and it will become wow. majoritarian, in my opinion. Julian, continue. Okay. Well, I don't know. I all I really encounter is just like increasing conservative christian conservative uproar so i my uh perception tells me that that's on the rise but they, i haven't actually seen any numbers so maybe they will win but uh i believe the godless fascism will be is upon us you know the where uh religion is a plenty and just like crystals and superstition and things like that and there is mm-hmm. a god beyond naming probably like the baha'i god you know the baha'i god nope. baha'i they believe uh, <laughs> uh they <laughs> they believe that all interpretations of god are just like you know shades of god and that they believe in, in a god beyond that and their prophet was only alive like 120 years ago oh. i lived with a baha'i very very weird interesting beliefs but anyways that's what i think the the future of all religion is it's just this like effusive hard to fucking name hard to fucking pin down fucking uh theology that exists outside the state which is just right. like this empty corporate fascist fucking never-ending machine yeah. just having just having a, a a religion for faith's sake no, not, no religion. Not built out of any belief, but just like, ah, oh, yeah, here's your like, go, go do your thing, go do your worshiping. Like, if that's if that's gonna keep you busy and complacent, then yeah, go. The liberal class will embrace like a religion of reason, mm-hmm. rationality, and things like that. Yeah, they already have largely. Largely spiritual humanism, right? But uh, it'll become not just like the guiding force of the intellectual class and the, the professional class. It'll become, like, very widespread, is what I'm mm. trying to say. Like, the, no belief in God, basically, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I have to wonder if if this might come about because of kind of, like, a, like a cultural assimilation with religion. And... I guess by that I'm kind of thinking about, you know, uh, the, the, the Japanese belief of, of Shinto, where a lot of a lot of Japanese people claim to be atheists, but are, you know, devoutly Shinto because their religion is kind of just part yeah. of life, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. know, I can kind of see that going, uh, you know, Islam customs become just part of Islam life. Uh, Christian mm-hmm. customs become, oh, we're just doing the Christian things, whatever, we're not doing anything crazy but uh, you know it's apples and oranges really yeah no i think you're right there's a lot of uh like protestant ideal baked into just western culture writ large Mm -hmm. for sure i think it'll become like really empty and really fucking uh decentralized and then there will be warlord prophets who take up their own name (laughs) and circle of life you know i'm not fucking making up things here 
Yeah, no, I mean, other, it's happened in the past. It'll happen again. Exactly. I'm not an imaginative person. We all agree on that, right? For me to come up with something wild like that means I'm not fucking... I'm not pulling it out of the air, right? Mm. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're not pulling it out of the air like you're claiming to be Jesus's brother. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to yeah. an hour of Matt Kreisman dunk on the history of the Mormons today. Speaking of the uh, the yeah, chapel trapas, there's some we gotta look out for. Oof, those Mormons. The Mormons are a force that will need to be put down at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy <laughs> to say aloud? Like it is. It's nuts. They're... Remember, I, I always I always am reminded of, you know, old uh, Simpsons and South Park gags where, you know, the joke was just, haha the Mormons. But now it's <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, uh, oof, the Mormons. Oh, yeah. This growing cult of a million people that, you know, went to war with everyone around them until they found their own state. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, and now yeah. they're just trying to outbreed everybody outbreed ethnically cleanse by by stamping out the rest of their competition through just boinking just constant boinking <laughs> not boink, not just boinking like uh constant boinking and the patriarchal structure surra- uh in surrounded by an investment in uh what's it called multi-spouses uh, right having polygamy. Lots, polygamy thank you uh yeah, you get that investment through polygamy because the then the leadership has something to fucking lose, right? Like, and mm-hmm. it just it replicates itself really well. Isn't this? Uh, isn't that what the the Handmaid's Tale is uh, is largely about? Yeah, the Handmaid's Tale is largely not a great piece of art. <laughs> I don't know how that fucking came about. It's a dystopian future about Mormon takeover. Right. A Mormon esque. I, you know, with that kind of lens, maybe I'll, maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> it is on my to-read list. Yeah, come back to DJ's book corner next week. Oh man, if uh, if there was interest in that, I would definitely do like a twenty-minute segment every week, just on, hey, here's what I read <laughs> this week. You know, it's every good, week. but I have like really high demands for my dystopian fucking fictions, right? Because uh-huh. you base it on reality, right? And reality is really knowable, so if you fuck up anything, it's really, like, easy to point out, right? Like, well, that can't happen because of this, right? And uh-huh. you just go, well, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, wait right? a minute, and this isn't dystopian, this is just fantasy. Get out of exa- here. Exactly. <laughs> I need my dystopia to not, to read like history, right? Uh-huh. In, the, yeah. in the second term of President uh, DeSantis, right, where he revoked fucking the right for... Uh, the judiciary to oversee the legislature's interpretation of the constitution right like just fucking really slow meandering and then all of a sudden punchy historical events where lots of people die (laughs) (laughs) sounds like what you really need to do is hop in a time machine and just go forward 20 years and just pick up a history book oh my god could you imagine how fucking weird it's going to be 20 years from now you know what just with what's happened in the last 20 man I was gonna do a bit about that. Oh, it's it's close to the end of the episode. I'm gonna yeah. ask. I'm gonna ask for like five minutes of your time so I can do this bit. Sure, if you um, do it in five minutes, I don't mind listening. Less than, less than. Sure, sure. Uh, so I was gonna talk about this guy that uh, uh, he's a philosopher. His name's Bertrand Russell, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was gonna talk about him uh, in the context of one. I want to talk about atheism with you guys sometime, but not not now, because Bertrand Russell says when. Uh, 
he said he's asked what are you going to do when you uh, meet saint peter he'll say not enough evidence my lord right and uh anyways he's a <laughs> philosopher who died in the 60s i think in oh. the 60s and uh, i know people who have talked to him right sure. but he's only interesting for this conversation because uh his grandfather who raised him spoke with napoleon in 1814 Oof right when wow. the british had him in alba right the uh-huh. first time the british had him and uh that is just such a fascinating fact to me right like someone who I, i'm one conversation away from is himself one conversation away from napoleon right and it, <laughs> it makes me think of uh like ants right when i'm talking thinking about people as ants mm-hmm. i'm always coming back to this i'm sorry but like uh they're just chaotic and dramatic shifts that populations can uh can endure can experience and Mm so i i wanted to follow up that uh that example of fucking uh the philosopher bertrand russell with the uh example of this guy called antigonus monophthalamus right okay and monophthalmus is just a title that just means the one eye and he was a he was a general of (laughs) alexander the great right Okay, so he's born in 391 BC, right? Okay. Uh-huh. The hundred years before that, the wars between Greece and uh, Persia, the, fir- the the you know the 300 war, you know right. that yeah. that happens, the, uh, and I then also the, the Pel- it's called the Peloponnesian. Oh, so, I was gonna say that. No, sorry, it's not. It's the oh. it's the Greco-Persian Wars. And okay. then also in that century is the Peloponnesian Wars, which is the oh. war between Spartan and Athens, right? Right, So this right. guy is born, like, 40 years before that, right? Sorry, like, 40 years within that, right? Okay. Huge major tectonic shifts in the political sphere, right? Uh-huh. And then in his lifetime, Sparta loses the hegemony of the world, basically, to right. Thebes, Right, and then Thebes loses it to Macedon, and then he watches Alexander the Great take over the world, and then he takes a big chunk of that world for himself and attempts to take over the world Uh and dies at the age of like ninety-two or some nonsense. And when and when he dies, as he dies, the Romans and the Carthaginians are about to square off for their first fight. Yeah, right. That's pretty crazy. Wow. And that's one lifespan, right? Uh-huh. So when you're talking about what's history going to look like in the next 20 years, I expect we're going to see some wild shit over these next 40 to 60 <laughs> years, man. Like We just have some, to, right? Yeah. It's yeah, going to go down. Saying that, you know, it, it really has just been like, what, maybe the, the past three generations at most who has known like a pretty... Peace. Yeah, very quiet peace. Yeah. Like since the, the Second World War. Yeah, basically. you know, since then. It, the Pax it, Americana ends, right? Yeah. Chaos rules, right? Yeah, as soon as that, as soon as that falls <laughs> apart, there's just going to be, we're just going to go back to the nutty, you know. Uh, blood for the blood god. Yeah, Skulls blood for, for the, the skull throne. Right, yes, exactly. yes. Very good. Yes, blood, blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's a good, uh, fuck. Rat man. <laughs> Uh, I could I could have gone harder. Oh, oh, you! I know you could. I know you could do an incredible <laughs> job. Really devote yourself to the role. All right. Uh, wh- what's it? Summer is coming. Ha! Fuck you. Summer's <laughs> coming. Bye. <Baha'i. laughs>